This is Chris Martin, and me and my buddy Kevin O'Connor, a.k.a. Kevin O'Everything, host an NBA podcast called The Mismatch. They call it The Mismatch because I'm awesome, and Kevin is a gigantic nerd. No! No, that, that's not why at all, Chris. They call it The Mismatch because I have a brain, and you're a loudmouth bozo. Good grief. <laughs> anyway, listen to our amazing NBA podcast, The Mismatch. Or don't. We really don't care. We're probably going to win a million awards either way. <laughs> Chris, we do care, so don't say that. Please subscribe and listen to The Mismatch only on Spotify. Did you really call me a bozo? <laughs> This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. This episode is brought to you by Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Trello help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com, A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com. Atlassian. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. Adam Sandler, Kevin Garnett here. I don't know who I'm more excited to talk about. What do you guys have in common? Basketball. You guys have been spending a lot of time together. Basketball. We yeah. love talking hoops. We love talking film. We both share that. Yeah, both, yeah. We're both visionaries. I we're think not. you know more about film than I know about it. basketball, though. No. You're no, pretty I'm, good. I'm a, I'm a fan of it all. So He I knows think, a lot, though. Yeah. KG knows a lot about so what's So how did he prove this to you? Just uh, we had conversation. Yeah, three or four good plane rides together just, too. You learn a lot being there. Yeah, KG. Six hours going and coming. Yes. You know why he knows a lot about movies? Because he's an NBA player. Like you're stuck in suites and planes, and it's That's not like true. you can go out and do stuff. Not even that, but um, you know, black culture is like reciting. You know, a lot of our swag comes from uh, New Jack City or, or Boys in the Hood or Minnesota. Yeah. So those colors. Yeah, no, that, that that swag that that you know you're a bop, almost like you know comes from movies. You know you being oh, yeah. able to crack jokes, reciting jokes. You know Billy Madison. You know real real movies that we consider culture. Big win for you there. I'm being dead. That you know like that, a lot of that comes from that. So you know you you grow up watching movies. Yeah. When did you feel like you became part of that culture? Uh, what do you mean? Like you were doing well enough as a basketball player that you started to feel like you were involved in everything that else, everything else that was going on. Like you were getting famous enough. Was it like with Steph in Minnesota? No, I, I felt like I was part of the culture probably like 93 when people start to, when I start to see younger kids start to either have the jersey on. Mm -hmm. uh, I think Steph and Chauncey brought the part in the middle. So we all kind of copied that. And then all of a sudden, next thing I know, 95, wherever I go on this NBA felt like an NBA tour, which was my rookie year, but every city I would go to, the ball kids would pull me to the side and I'd be in a deep conversation with the ball kids about, uh -huh. you know, just how I got here and what was the workout like and, man, how did you even get here? How did you even know? And I was just answering all these weird questions. Then the next year, AI, Steph, 
they kind of like my friends, my personal friends. Paul came like two, three years ago. Yeah. Uh, after that, Vince started coming in. Now all of my friends are in the league. Oh, yeah. But I'm starting to see that the wave in which we all are riding in this cultural wave and how we dress and how we talk, do-rags, you know, baggy pants, you know, Jordan, like the whole, the whole, all of it, start to catch up with us to where I start seeing it being copied in the streets and young kids. And yeah, that's when I knew, like, oh, okay, I'm a part of this culture. I remember Iverson's first couple of years, people were like, you know, the white fan base was like, What's this? What's going on? Because What's going to, on with this guy? They, they just was, didn't know what to do with him. It was used to Jordan. They was used to Jordan yeah, being right. polished, and they was used to a, 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 a professional players being professional. And you, uh, you know, right. you heard about Charles missing practice and being drunk and doing all this wild stuff. But yeah. he didn't come in with cornrows. He didn't come in with a swag, thousand chains, Man. hanging out. Like it was just a different. It was a different. I loved group Iverson. Of guys. I couldn't believe oh, it. One of tough. One of tough. I'm an all-time one, Iverson defender. Me too. Because that, because like the advanced metrics era, they look at the stats and are like, well, actually, if you look at his stats, it's like, no, I was there. You can't. You're not oh, yeah. swaying me on Iverson. Most exciting like guy. Yeah, when you when you when he did something, when he when he even on defense, when he did when he picked somebody's pocket or whatever, I just I just was always rooting for him too. Phenomenal athlete. The people don't know that he's a freak of nature. Yes. Play, yeah. Better football player than right. basketball right. player. Right. You know, just heard. too frail and a little smaller, but. So he's he, six he, feet? What, what's Iverson? Nah, he was like 5'10". No, he was like, yeah, I would five, say 5'10". Ten. Ten. Wow. Some, had some spring on him. Wow. A lot of people don't know, man. He was a huge football player. That's why he was so tough and just, he, when you would hit him, he, he'd tell you, I'm, I'm coming back. Y'all know I'm coming back. I'm going to shoot these two and I'll be back in the next play. What what, what year was it when uh, he took one from the Lakers? Oh, one. Oh, one. Mm. That was the only playoff loss he did, they he had He did that, that to himself. You're you know, right. on the flip side of that, Randy Moss was supposedly an amazing basketball player. Absolutely. He was play, on the same team ball with You yeah. played ball with everybody. I played ball with Randy Moss. I mean, I didn't really play. I was running up and down the court. I was so happy when they didn't pass it to me. I was just like, get it to Randy, man. But, yeah, he's He's fast. There. He yeah. can jump. And yeah. I don't know how – I haven't seen that. That jump shot ain't so – ain't so – ah. But he was very, very much versatile, he, very yeah, agile. Yeah, yeah, You know, um – White Chocolate would always say that uh, he was head manning, like kind of throw the ball ahead of him. You put a little air on it because yeah, he, right. he would outrun it. Almost like football. Oh, Absolutely. yeah, sure. So we have to put a little air under it. You know, Adam's That's famous it. for having basketball things <laughs> at his movies. Yeah. yeah. So he can torch like the key grip. I get it. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> kid. You got to be the fat producer. Two, uh, one game, 280 and up. up. I play. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I look to play. Uh, yeah, weight restriction or something. Yeah. Play. So whoever's okay. too, too big to move, I go, hey, you want to play? I don't play. Come on. Come on out here. It's play. you and Clooney. Clooney was the other one who did that. I don't think he plays anymore because he's hurt. Yeah, but Clooney was hurt. another one who was always Clooney's doing. Hurt? What's wrong with him? I think he, he hurt his he, back. He hurt his back. But yeah. he was another one who every set there was like some half court yeah. set built. Right, exactly. I did that. But I swear to you, the only reason I do that is I got to move. When you're shooting a movie, you get so tired mm. all day long. You got to exercise. I hate at, at most exercise. Basketball is the only one I have fun with. So right. I get. Two on twos, three on threes every day. I didn't, didn't w w in our movie. We we didn't have time to. This no. was a low budget. Right. We didn't have time. You were in the Diamond no. District most of the time. Exactly. There was no way to mm -hmm. play. We but had a hoop we, up. We, we had a hoop and yeah. it served its purpose. It was cool. Yeah, shooting around. You've been quietly. How many sports movies for you? Like five? Yeah, a lot. I Just get grown excited. up. Not counting grown ups, even though it has a pivotal That's basketball. That's a little basketball. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> pivotal. But, it's yeah. tough one for Chris Rock. A lot of editing to move around. We got Chris there. Yeah, Chris. He was like the glue guy of the team, but not not really bringing a lot. <laughs> he he said some picks. Gave us the jokes. 
gave us the jokes. Who was the most underrated one, though? Who can actually play? Let yeah. me tell you, the only guy, he's not the best basketball player, but Kevin James is mm. the best fighter of all of us. He could really. Uh, I was going to say, he's yeah. kind of athletic. He's, he's really? an athlete. He's yeah. a great football player. Oh, I can see that, though. And, and he fights. He does the, uh, he trains for MMA. He's really? so tough. It's crazy. Really? I'm not kidding you. He's ridiculously tough. Holy and benches shit. and. He's he's constantly working out. He's an he's a nut. They always said Farley was like secretly a good Same athlete thing. too, right? Mm. Great football Super player. Coordinator. Could play hoop. Could do it all. Farley, amazing football player. Mm. Fast. I can see that. One time, me and Farley got at, went at it a little bit. Got a little hostile with each other, and he grabbed me kind of hard, picked me up in a funny way, but he. Like all my body kind of cracked, and I was like, "Oh, okay, yeah." You were losing kill me. Oh, wow. He could kill me. I didn't know. I thought in my head, I was like, "Maybe if it went to it, maybe I'd have a shot." And I was like, "Oh no, no, that's he showed it to you." Right? Yeah, he let me know. So, yeah. did you feel any parallels? Your movie career starts in '95, yeah, and his NBA career starts in '95. Serious? Whoa, we've been doing it together, KG. And then that's it. It's like oh, you were you were on these serious? parallel. Wow, yeah. These parallel yeah. courses, and then finally, boom! Holy it had to happen. Eighteen. Yeah. What was what was your reaction when you found out KG was going to be in the movie? Because oh, mine six. was, "What the fuck is going on? KG's going to be in a movie." <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure that's what KG felt too. I, I don't know if I was excited. I knew it was cool. I knew the fact that it was uh, the movie was set in 2012. That automatically felt right. kind of neat. Right. Like, wow, that's a, an odd year to pick to go to, and then the fact that. I knew I would see KG on television. And go, KG still looks like the the guy who's still playing ball. Still looks good. Yeah, you're like the Angela Bassett of, of <laughs> retired NBA players. You know what? I take care of myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he you does. Know, you someone, look exactly the same. Listen, it, it, when someone says it's what you put into it, it's very much so. You know, I don't I don't necessarily drink and I don't really tarnish my body. I don't think that um, you know you go throughout these years and you know, and do things the right way. And then all of a sudden you retire, you start doing them left. Like, no, I'm in a routine. I like staying that. And I try every to work day, out. Every day you get it done. Monday through Friday. Monday through well, Friday. I gotcha. Monday through Friday. I actually I have my little regiment. You know, the thing is, I can't really, like, I like to actually sprint. I like to do sprints and what I call uh -huh. a truck out. And the legs like, no, we can't, we can't pump out like we used to. But all right, gotcha. I found ways to be able to, you know, mimic it, but it's it's not like the same. But, yeah. I have a lot of friends with the Celtics. When they got KG, yeah. they were just like, this guy is absolutely a maniac. With, with work and Every out, single shootout it. practice, he has yeah. to win. He's super oh, intense. Oh, that's good. And it's like, it was like the year before, I think we were like 20 and 62 or that's something. That's when he was putting the bags over their head. Yeah. We're trying to, trying to tank that. for the uh, Kevin Durant right. lottery, which right. we end up getting the fifth pick. Uh -huh. And then it, it ends up getting traded, and then he right shows out. up. Right. And then the culture shifts, but it was like just oh, day yeah. after day of like, yeah. this guy's just wanted to get it all time. he wants to do. So how do you channel that now, now that you're retired? You don't necessarily channel it down. I think you take that energy and you put it into other things. You know, being honest. Not, like not backgammon? Saying, not saying that you <laughs> got something like that, right? Um, but you put it into, I'll be honest, it's very challenging. You don't you don't really find anything that's close to what you're, what you're leaving. Um uh yeah uh I, you can't simulate a game without right nine other players and right. then you know so I don't necessarily go to gyms and play with like subpar people just because I want to play basketball right um for for a time I was training some of the younger guys in the league and then I when you train them that. do you run with them and and 
Um, not so, not all of the running, but <clears throat> these these days, a lot of the kids have been um, curated to not like when when I came into the league, you had to do like a maybe a sixty, maybe sixty five, seventy minute workout by yourself. You do it with a coach, and free throws are in here. Uh-huh. Today's workouts like twenty to fifteen minutes. Why, guys why, can't focus. Why, why guys are they allowed to do that? Guys this can't focus, great. and and guys can't push through nothing. So when they get to a point where it starts to hurt, or they get to a point. They let go. And, you know, when you work out and you're doing something for 60 minutes, think about what you, if you're doing something for, let's say, 45 minutes, okay? Uh-huh. Just, just by yourself. Usually if you and I are doing the workout, you get a chance to go, I get a chance to go. You get a chance to go, I get a chance to go. Right. You're doing it by yourself, yeah. I'm going, I'm going, yeah. I'm going. Next yeah, trip, right. free throws, I'm going. That's I'm, right. The part of that is to build up your endurance to where you get to the fourth quarter and you're like, God. Whew. Yeah. Whew. It's like, you gather mentally a second win, and you push through that. You know you can't teach that doing that in twenty minutes intervals, fifteen minutes with with free throws. Yeah, that's it was right. hard for me to be able to mimic that. Um, Giannis, I got to work with him for a couple of years. He ha- he has it right. He has an old school mentality of yeah. of, of really wanting to push through. But you mm-hmm. know, again, you have this nuances lead with they want to do. Uh, load management, and when load management is in the in the equation, everything is out. You can't do anything. It's like, nah, you got to come back tomorrow. We'll do that, and then he's you can only do him. You can only do that for ten minutes, and then we have to. So all of that. Who's came coming up with those rules? Well, the NBA is just figuring this. If we're not if we're not putting you through the physical, because now we can't hand check and all this, all the physical aspect yeah. of the game is kind of alluded itself to the size. It's, uh-huh. a, it's a physical aspect there, but not as impactful. Like, I can't come up and hit you and slow you down. Right. And LeBron coming at you, and you try to brace, and you try to hit him. Y'all hit like this, and they ain't going to call nothing? No, not anymore. It's freedom of movement. People want to see the score be high. People want to come to the game and see, right. like, an all-star game. Right, and that's right. and you start to see all the physicality leading game. KG's out on the new generation. That, <laughs> that, was, my, that was my cliff notes of that. Well, I'll be this. You have to adjust. Um, things that we did as kids, our kids are probably not doing, right? Mm-hmm. Real talk. Like, you have to appreciate the 80s, 70s, 80s, 90s, and oh, then, yeah. you know, you, you have to adjust to what this new generation is. You can't sit up and talk about, oh, man, y'all, y'all solve it. And I solved it. It's playing a whole different way because the yeah. rules are set up for them to play that way. So we have to all make that adjustment. I think Giannis has it. LeBron, I've been amazed by, what is it, oh. year 17 or oh, 18, man. and he's as physically dominant as that, ever been. going so hard. Giannis, too, when I when I, I saw um, Milwaukee play the Knicks last year, mm. and mm. I was— uh, I went to that game. You were there in yeah, New yeah, York? Yeah, at he Chris, was Chris awesome. Vista, just driving to the hole, full steam ahead, like, so many times in a row, and it's intimidating, to, I'm sure, to be out there, and you're like, do I take this— but how about he he doesn't get hurt? Keeps, keeps landing right, doesn't nah, gets but, up. But when you see he's, him work out, he's, he work, freak. He, he's a freak of nature yeah. in the sense of his first uh, superpower, as I all say, his superpower is to make you quit. He wants to dominate you to the point where he wants to step on you. Like that's his uh-huh. mentality. That's an old school mentality. A lot of these new new kids, they know each other, they dab, they hug. Uh-huh. You know, you can see the swing through move. They, I hate don't, it. they don't react to the swing through. Like you, you know, you react when someone swings through and goes for the uh-huh. right hook. Uh-huh. You react to that. I see some kids watch the move and uh-huh. it just don't look like it's the swing through. Like when you really going at it, you oh man, look, they 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 going at it. And then the right. referees are watching. They're uh-huh. not even watching it, they ain't watching uh-huh. the matchup. It's none of that. 
This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit JiffyLube.com. I saw, I was watching a game last night. It was a close game, ended, and then they're cutting everybody saying goodbye, and three guys are exchanging jerseys and posing for pictures. Right, right, yeah. That, that's, KG, that's went, KG wouldn't no, sign up for even, that. Not even that, but... <laughs> when I got to Boston, we decided that we was going to... We, our, our culture was going to be this. We were going to be the C's. And Ubuntu. Ubuntu, absolutely. And this started you know with our, that? And this started with our coach. Explain, explain Ubuntu. Uh, Ubuntu is a child, uh, uh, African proverb. And it's basically uh, started uh, in African villages. And as you know, some of these villages will have less than. But if you had food, if you had blankets, and then right. I had something, and I brought it, and we right. all shared that, right. then it would bring all of us together. But right. we all had something. Look, right. Adam had the blanket. We yeah. under the blanket. Yeah. We bought the food. Now we eating out the food. I got the silverware. And then and it became like this community thing. So in Butu meant I can't be as, 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 as good as I can be unless I help the man to the left or the right of me be yeah. the best man he could be. So in that, we went to dinner, we adopted it, and it was an everyday lifestyle. Yeah, so that, you know, if you have something and I didn't have one, hey, yeah. here, you have this. So we'll share this. That's great. Um, you didn't have something, and it made everybody kind of give themselves. Yeah. And it, and it kind of got you to come out of your your persona of Bill Simmons or a Sandman or Kevin Garnett. No, right. I'm going to give myself to the team. So, yeah, you know, yeah, you, you might got- have six tonight. And Ray Allen has 50. Well, yeah. It's his night. But that's Next why. Next night, it might be me that has 50. But and even when you talk about that, that your squad, you always talk about everybody on the team. Absolutely. That's how you, you absolutely. are. Absolutely. The defining game was, was all together. Posey and House in game four leading the comeback. That was like the seventh and eighth yeah. men. Wow. You need eight guys to win a title. Nine Everyone guys. forgets this every you year. You need nine guys. Well, nine uh-huh. ideally, but you can do it with eight. No, you can't. You need you nine. Think you, you have to minimum you, nine. Because I say... You, what, you, what people don't take into account is injuries. I mean, if out of that eight, one gets hurt, mm-hmm. somebody has to come in and pick that not that eighth guy up. And it's usually that ninth guy who's sitting there waiting, and he's sitting there. The yeah. Sam Cassell, the P.J. Brown, he's yeah. sitting there who's, who's man, if I get my chance, like stuff like this. That's what we didn't have in 2010. Because uh-huh. Perk gets hurt in game six, we, gave we were we, two yeah. guys short. Listen, right. We was demised when we gave up Posey and then signed T.A., um, Eddie House left. Man, like, T.A. was cool out there. Listen, it, that was all grit. Perkins, myself, yeah. and, and T.A. was considered the grit of whoever in the post on the on the perimeter. Then we had scores. You know, Rondo was kind of like a, a half-tweener guy because he could play defense and he, you know, he could distribute the ball, but he had a little offense to him. Eddie House came in and gave him kind of like a – a good mirroring because he had a nice three-point shot, so they kind of yeah. uh, balance each Irrational other out. Rational confidence guy, Eddie House. You uh-huh. got to have one of those guys on the Absolutely. title team. He but, thinks he's the best guy on the court. And <laughs> as like, we all great. did. Yeah. As we all did. Our practices was unbelievable. And but, I loved it because Doc Rivers, 
his his attitude and his persona, his personality took on our team. And right. that's who yeah. we, but we then were. We were like our The coach. 09 team, I thought was better. And then Bow you your head. You get no. hurt in Utah. Bow your head. Right. <laughs> Tell Bill about Man, listen, head, Doc man. Rivers would always say some of the most. <laughs> oh, man, I can't. I don't even want to. Right. Um, you can't say the, it. Right. No, no, no. I'm a, public I'll, I'll clean it up. But he used to say some of the don't most clean it riveting, up. like, just, <laughs> just stuff just to make you go through a wall. And then at the end of it, he would always say, by your head, and then, you know, <laughs> to say your own prayers. Because you know, we was all of different denominations. But he was like, "Hey, if we go out here and we and we don't beat this team by thirty tonight. We sure won't this win." By your head. <laughs> well, he was like, you know, he would say something a little more forceful, and we'd be like, and just had just had us. It was in our eyes, like we was going through a wall for him. Can we talk about the game seven game plan against Kobe in two thousand ten? Really, we quickly? cannot. We cannot. No, just for one second. <laughs> we cannot. The game plan We're is here for uncut. He gems. wants to be a hero. <laughs> we don't. We don't want to hear. He this, wants Bill. to be a hero. Bill, we don't want to talk about. We're that. gonna double team him. So you sound like the anyway. Southies now. You sound like Josh and Bill. Ben, Benny. Benny, yeah. They they, they, they want to talk Knicks. They, hey, did Amari have time? He had time. They, they don't want to yeah, let this Knicks go. The Knicks didn't do anything. They don't they wanna, I, I tried to tell them Here's this. a legitimate question. Wanna, I know, I get it. This is, it's a good question. How, how do you use Kobe Bryant's ego against him in a game seven? It's by saying he's going to want to shoot. Mm-hmm. We're going to double team him. He's still going to want to shoot. Mm-hmm. And then he's like three for 20 at one point. We have him. Mm-hmm. And then he, fi- he figures out what's going on. No. Starts spreading it out. Phil finally... Was going to knock his ass out and told him, share the ball or we're going to lose. Uh-huh. And right as he going into his mix and we sitting there, he looking at all five of us. Tip, tip, tip. Ron our tip. Met, oh, hit, the, hit wow. the three. And that's what, that's what did it. He's met li- him, when he started to share up. the ball, he started sharing the ball, they start. They start. He's like lining LeBron up to now take- with sharing. LeBron likes to share, huh? Yeah. He's trying to go for the assist title. Think yeah. so? And he's trying to share. Ron Artest is about to take the three. I was there. All the fans are going, no! Right. They don't want him to take it. Bang. That yeah. loss haunts me. Then they jump on his bandwagon. Oh, I love you. Like, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> He's a tough. LA. He's a tough bad. Class in LA. No, we have then, one more basketball oh, thing, and then we're talking uncut champs. 2012, <laughs> yes. the famous season that's yeah. commemorated in this movie. Yes. Derrick Rose gets hurt. Wow. Philly, Boston, all of a sudden seems like, oh, whoever gets mm. out of this. Mm. Miami, who knows? Miami hasn't won the title yet. So let's get through Philly. Rondo's making threes, which you, maybe in the deleted scenes of the movie, maybe a five-minute documentary about what the fuck was going on with Rondo in that game because he made like he made like three or four threes. Well, he was getting Never better. made threes. Well, he was getting better. But those were clutch major threes. He was getting better. Going to the Miami series, 2-2 at Miami game five. Right. Celts win in Miami, and they're talking all kinds of shit to LeBron. Uh-huh. All kinds of shit that whole game. Correct or incorrect? Uh, You're trying to get in his head. You feel like you can break LeBron at this point. Uh, we broke LeBron. In game five. So get your ass out of here with that, all right? <laughs> you understand how you got the Cleveland, how you got the Miami bill? You remember That's that? That's true. You broke okay, him in 2010. Okay, so remember that, all right? Fair so enough. stop bringing that up, all right? Fair enough. So they was talking shit to him, okay? The media. And the league knew that they had an agenda in which we weren't part of the agenda. You understand? Right. And that's how they ended up winning that series. Yeah, I said it. Do you think you pushed LeBron too far in game five? Because game six, far? he was unbelievable. You think you gave him the eye of the tiger? Pushed him too far? <laughs> Nothing? Man, listen, let me say something to you. The C's, we didn't give a fuck about LeBron. We didn't fear LeBron, and we didn't think that he can beat all five of us. And that's how I felt. He wasn't trying to consolidate. He was trying to consolidate because he didn't want the pressure on him. You understand? See, you now understand? we're getting somewhere. See? Yeah, you you see what something. you did? 
Okay. Uh, I'm still mad at that. I feel like we could have beaten them. I'm sure. I'm, but we weren't part of the agenda. Yeah. The agenda was Miami. He wasn't going to Miami to be like Cleveland. Right. You know what I'm saying? Wade did break Rondo's knew. elbow tried and to. didn't even get he suspended. He tried to. He tried to. Oh. Was, remember he had the big Listen, listen bro. Yeah, listen, yeah, that's yeah. sensitive to all of us. That's Listen, a lot of people think that it's sports. If you had D-Wade, Chris Bosh, and LeBron over in this corner, and you mm-hmm. have me, T.A., I'm just making these names up, maybe yeah. Paul and yeah. Rondo right here. Yeah. It'll be the, it'll be a what's up, and it'll be cool and respect, but it won't be any, like, fraternizing. It ain't going to oh, really? be like, yo, out of family. It won't be none oh, of wow. that. No, it's real. We that's, do. They don't fuck with that's us. Forever, huh? we don't fuck with them. But it's cool though. It's it's yeah. a mutual understanding. In I which love this. We have respect for each other, but it won't be like when I did the interview with D Wade. That was me having to interview D Wade. But part of me, you know that that he knows and, and and he knows. And we talked about that off camera, and there was an understanding. But everybody knows that that's in there. We go to All Star games. They on that side. We right here. Wow. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. real. I out of the current guys, I feel like Patrick Beverly is one of the only ones trying to keep that alive. Man, is he? Because uh, there was a whole thing in summer league in Vegas when he saw those guys. He saw like I think it was LeBron and Davis, and was like very kind of like this. Like Pat like, holds it, going, it different. Man? You know when you when listen, I told y'all, man. When we when you go out and you see a team together and you see seven, eight, nine guys from one team together. You look at like what the and that's how that's how we that's how we travel. And then yeah. all of a sudden nine turned into thirteen and thirteen. It was our whole team. We had Scott Pollard and uh, Scalabrini with us. Scalabrini getting yeah. dinner, going here. Like we was we was a family. I ain't gonna say gang, but we carried it like that. We were seized over everything. That's at that's all points when yeah. you're all together, yeah, straight yeah. up. Yeah. And you, we kind of had this on on, on this movie. We we kind of. But all you're up. famously like this as an actor, yes, though. Yes, yes, you're, yes. You're like the I KG. The you love to have your real, people. Real. I like to have my 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 guys around. It makes me more comfortable. And, and when confident. you're around Adam, he he brings everybody together. The, the, like you joked about the boom guy, two eighty five, want to play one. He He's has everybody in here, like feeling like. I tell yes, you, we yes. had everybody out there shooting that one day. Everybody. Yes, we had yes, Julia. Yes. Julia's out there shooting. I didn't know she had a shot. We was yeah, like, that, that was a great that day, was man. Nice. She had a shot. Yeah. Uh, like an athletic she's shot. Gonna, yes. She's going to she's fine, be yo. a big winner for yeah, this she, movie. She, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. she was yeah. unbelievable. She's going to have a long career. Can you she's, believe that's the first time? Cool. I can believe it. Every, everybody in it. I don't know who it was. I thought right. I was in the theater. Like, do I, I don't know who this is. And then mm-hmm. right after I'm Googling, I'm like, I don't. Everybody knows almost everybody. Find out just by talking to someone if it's going to work or not. They just know they have some great intuition. And, and when they talk to Kevin, they talk to Kevin like for the first time. It's supposed to be like a five-minute conversation, mm-hmm. right? And they talk for hours, hours yeah. How, ma- how much of that was about Amari? Like an hour and a half? No, it's just about, you know what? It's about <laughs> like this. Like they had stuff preloaded that they just needed to get off and just say. And I was like, okay, go ahead. Get <laughs> they it like out, little kids. No bull, so no bull. But they're real. Like you're a diehard Celtic. They are diehard yeah. Nick fans, yeah. like yeah. to the core. Like they yeah, don't care. They are amazing. Like, they still like think that. it was enough time for Amari. To, I was like, would you let this go? Like, nah, he had enough time. Didn't he? <laughs> to this day, like, yeah, I'm sorry. Do you think you have a you have a chance to get nominated for this? It seems like they're pushing for it. I, I don't. I mean, I don't know. I, I think I think there's a really. It good would chance. be very lucky. It, it's like there's so many. The problem, the problem is, it's a rough year. It's everybody's great, man. Yeah. Everybody's great. Every movie I've seen this year, I'm like, geez, man. Mm. I, I saw just honestly like ten movies that I mm. went. This guy's incredible. This guy's mm. incredible. This guy's incredible. So it becomes kind of silly. Like I hear about it a lot. People say 
talk about it's I've never been talked about like this. I guess I'll just win off of just being talked about like that. I can't can't see it happening though. What made you want to do this movie? Um I get excited to do something different. And yeah. then when I saw these guys, I saw their other other movies like you. You know, I saw I saw a good time. I saw the Lenny Cook. I mm -hmm. saw um, you know, the Daddy Long Legs. I think I saw all their movies. I was like, how do they do that? Yeah. I don't know how to make a movie like that. I wouldn't know how to put right. shots together like that and make you so tense. And I saw everybody in it was fresh. Mm. Their acting was fresh. And I was like, so when I decided to do it with the guys and got to know them, I kept saying, don't let me uh, inf influence any of my thoughts with you uh, out of my nerves. You know, calm me down, but don't let let it change the way you think. Cause I I I don't know how you do what you're doing. I just want to be in one of your movies and and think like you guys. The style that they're able to create, and they did it in good time too. Yeah, it's like this kind of harrowing. Like you're in your seat and you're nervous, even though you're oh, just man. sitting in a movie theater and you're like. <sighs> Everybody uh, says that. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Like, it's like having too yeah. much coffee or something. Right. Like, oh, shit, yeah. I had too much this, coffee. People yeah. say this gave them so much anxiety. Yeah. yeah. People would, like, it was up. nerve. It was yeah. like, and then, you're right. This, but like, I got the big call yesterday. I got a call from, and I'm friends with him, but I got a call. I was at Macy's after we did some stuff. I wanted to pick my daughter up at school, but I wanted to get hooping before. And across from my kid's school is a good court, but I didn't have any clothes. So I went, oh, man, I don't have any sneakers. I went to Macy's. I'm getting buying sneakers, shorts. Do you got a double X? They're like, oh, we only have X. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to be in a bad mood because I need double X shorts. But anyways, I'm getting my sneakers. And then I look down at my phone, and it's Daniel Day-Lewis. I'm at Macy's at the cash register. I'm like, oh man, Daniel Day saw the movie, man. So I pick up, hello. He's like, and he starts love talking about grabbing the seat in front of him. He's like, I couldn't let go to the seat in front of me, and blah, and just saying how much mm, he dug the movie, he dug real, you, he dug dope. the guys. But it was the best call ever. Well, I said, Danny, you know this is gonna make Danny. You call, yeah, I call on him a Danny, Danny boy. Name basis. I go, me, I know Danny a long time, so I get to call him Danny. It's a good feeling. Every time it comes out of my mouth, I go Danny, and I feel I'm like I said it. I call him Danny, but he gave me the the compliments, well, and it was the up. best. That's man. what's up. Well, he's. Irish guy. I mean, of course he yes. should be called Danny. Danny boy. I call him Danny boy. He is the coolest dude. Who who are other people, famous actors who are secretly way cooler than somebody like me mm. would know? Because that, that, that one, that question. one, that's somebody I never would have thought question. would have been a cool guy. But I'm now telling it makes you, sense. hanging out with Danny, Danny day, Danny boy, <laughs> eating, eating with him. Every bite of his food is like a succulent calm cool and then he says something and i'm like a little baby just watching i'm like okay he's talking to me again okay and then we're laughing i'm like i think danny's laughing at what i said what a wonderful feeling Anyway, did he really retire i don't know i don't get into that with him i guess he did though said he did wow no he doesn't want to make any more movies really guys guys the best he did enough i get it what else is he gonna do he'll be back maybe I he'll be so. back actors so. aren't like who players who players when it's time, it's Man, time. Man, you guys don't ever shoot the ball again when you stop. You know me neither. I, you I stopped you too. Mean? You know what it is? It's that you have time to actually do other things. You know, mm -hmm. for, for so long before you get to the pros, basketball is a great diversion from your real life. You can grab a ball, stress with a girlfriend, have problems at home, don't want to go home, whatever it is. Basketball would be kind of that therapy to grab your ball and just disappear, right? Right. 
when it becomes your job and you get into a, a mindset of being professional, being prepared, being ready, and all these other things that go into it, it changes. It changes not necessarily the love because you still do it because you love it, but you gotta you gotta pay attention to these things that are on here that you gotta actually set as primary. You, right, know, you can't right. just, you know, you can't sleep. I grab the ball, go out, you know, and you can't, it, it just changes all of those all of those elements for us so sure. that when you actually get your free time because you don't have a, a lot of time to do things you want, then when you retire, your first idea is to try things that you would like or passionate or other passions and chasing those passions. You can always... Can you ever be as passionate about something else that you were about uh, basketball? Yes, but not as good because you haven't put those time in. Like, I can sit and watch soccer all day and feel passionate and be jumping up and down on right. and be... But we went out and played soccer, you'd be like, what the hell are you doing and what is that? <laughs> you know? <laughs> but I, I can actually say... I can I can sit here and say that I, I have passion for watching it and, and wanting to play, but I'm damn near no good at all. Like, I talked to Steve Kerr about this once. He said the thing that he missed the most was the locker room. The guys. And the guys. And just being part of something. That's, and then that's, that was the part he had the That's the same thing with making a movie. Yeah. Same thing with making a movie. You get close. Super it's, close. It's four, it's, uh, say it's a 40-day shoot. Mm. I swear to God, when you're on day 36, yeah. you start seeing everybody going, this is going to end. I'm not going to be around this. It's and like almost whoa. being in college or something. Yeah, it's yeah. the best. Whoa. It's the best. And then, like I am doing right now, I'm calling my guys up going, what are we doing next, man? I got to get the hell out there again. I like working. It's right. fun. I like clicking right. with the, with right. a team and being Same. there. and yeah. Sitting in your house, I like being with my family. I love that. But I do, my head spins about, oh, I think I'm supposed to be working right now. I don't know what right. the hell I'm doing right now. I I'm got, sure like the Saturday Live experience probably that planted was that seed, right? Yeah. Because you're with all sure. your dudes for four years. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's best friends. That's, that's like you said, walking around together that's as a group. Yeah. We're going out, we went to, out to dinner. Mm. Yeah. If someone else killed on the show, you're like, yeah, we had a good show. The right. show's rocking. It wasn't just like, I got to kill. Right, yeah. Right. I need my time. We were all kind of like loving each other. And uh, shit, I do miss that the most—the dinners, or the Tuesday night dinners, the Wednesday night dinners, just fucking being being the guys, being being a team. But, You're talking about excellence, and they, so Barkley and uh, and Shaq kind of went in on a bead last week, and it was a really to. interesting moment because they were right. Needed they were to. like, "If you want to be great, needed you to. have to be great all the time." And the stuff KG was talking needed about before, to. Giannis wants to be great. Yeah. If you see Giannis and you're a fan in Atlanta or Charlotte or Dallas yeah. or Phoenix, wherever you're going to see him, yeah. he's going to be fucking awesome. Yeah. You saw KG in his prime. Uh-huh. Guess what? He was doing 25 and 12. Uh-huh. And he was going to yeah. be playing as hard or harder than everybody else in the court. Right. And Embiid's not there yet. And those guys, well, what I is thought that, that was a really genuine or, moment. Uh, he's just not ready for no, it It's yet. not even that. I heard him say this himself. You can go back and, and you can go back and see this. He's so worried about being as fresh as he can be during the playoffs. Right. Listen, 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 man. Let me say something. Tonight when we go to this game, mm-hmm. the starting five, the starting five, mm-hmm. the 10 players that are on the court, mm-hmm. along with the four guys that's going to come off the bench and the other mm-hmm. four guys, everybody's hurt. Mm-hmm. It might be his elbow, his toe, somebody, somebody's hurt. Mm-hmm. You don't have knee braces on for nothing. You don't have an ankle brace and an elbow brace for nothing. So... Being fresh is out of the box. First off, right, you play right. 82 games. Let's, let's right. back it up. Yeah. 
10 season, season open game preseasons that don't even count. All right. Those are to warm you up for the night in, night outs, to get your rhythm, to get your rhythm, right? Yeah. Then you play 82 games. This is what the, the prideful part of my generation and what we took on. You had to be a special person to go through 10 preseason games, yeah. 82 games, and then playoffs, and then yeah. you bring right. it? Right, yeah. You're special. Yeah. You know why? Mentally, you know how to push through. Yeah. Your heart, excuse my French, ladies, your balls. Yeah. You know what kind of confidence I'm, I'm talking this shit in here? I got 13, 14 other niggas looking at me, and I'm in here like, hey, look, we're going to go out here and kill these niggas. <laughs> KG, it's, it's game 110. So what? Yeah. Grip up, nigga. Fall in. If you need, to, if you need help, <laughs> say it. So I'm just like, yeah. And that was our curation. Yeah. If I ain't got it, truth for him saying the same thing. Here come Ray. Here come Doe. Here come. And we, and we riding off that. Huh. This Not, is why the Boston fans love this. Listen, bro. Yeah, yeah. You don't, you don't get a pass by taking a shortcut. Right. Can't fool fans when it comes to putting everything into it. Yeah. And, and that's what he's doing. He's just great. Listen, first off, you got everybody's not great. Niggas is good, but they are not great. I get tired of hearing this. Mm -hmm. I don't consider someone a Hall of Famer if he's never been to the finals or never played in the game seven or never actually been on top of the hill. Mm -hmm. That's just my own two cents. And that's what he looks like. He looks like he's he's just doing enough. Can you imagine if he was all out? If he was just going through the road, man, we he wouldn't even be on Well, the, the game after they called him out, he had 38. That's what I'm trying ah, to tell you. So now got you got to right. get in his ass like this for him. Yeah. Come on, man. Yeah. Come on, man. I'm, yeah. You're the best player on our team. Yeah. Come on, yeah. man. That's unacceptable. But well, the, again, the best thing with him when you're going against him is when he's 25 feet from the basket. You're like, this is great. Please stay out there. Listen, yeah. We have nobody who can defend you. The worst thing can happen for him is that he hits two of them. Not one of them. Two of them. You know why? Because now he's going to keep on shooting. Yeah, yeah, You know what you're saying? Sure. And then you yeah. know what you do? Oh, no. Gotcha. <laughs> oh, he made it. And the coach over there says, oh, my God, thank you. Uh -huh. Oh, my God, I'm glad he made it. Because now uh -huh. you don't have to double team and triple team. You have none of that. Gotcha. And, that and that's his power. He has to understand that he is the most dominant player in our league physically and play like that. I don't know if it's going to happen. Listen, you think Shaq would have let any center off the hook? Yeah, yeah. No. You know it's yeah, bad when yeah. Shaq and Barkley are going at you it's for not taking basketball seriously because right, Barkley right. was out of shape for half his career. Right, right. And Shaq really only went hard one season from beginning to end. I can't I mean, say that. that. See, you, see, see, this is what I have a problem with. This is the me, this is banged, the media guy. This is what yeah. I have problems with, 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 with people that sit in that seat. Yeah. Because you, you didn't play against Shaq. And, and what you think he was out of shape for, actually yeah. Phil gave him a formula to yeah. build up to uh -huh. be because what you a have to do. Formula? What are you talking about? Listen to this formula. Okay. I'm giving you something here. Yeah, I'm, I'm learn excited. something today. <laughs> Phil Jackson gave Shaq a formula because he was wearing down in the playoffs and he wanted him to build up. And we call it build up to get beat down. So uh -huh. that when you lift weights, this is why Michael Jordan started lifting weights. Because uh -huh. the physical aspects of the game is so bearing that mm -hmm. you're getting your ass kicked every night, getting hit, and you gotta uh, and you have to lift. Yeah. You alleviate that uh, when you take the, the hand-checking rule out, the freedom of movement. When you come down the lane, I actually have to let you come down the lane. I can't, I can't prohibit you. I can't put my chest on you. Yeah. Oh, you can't play basketball like that. That's all not right. even possible. All right. I'm saying all this to say that Shaq took the formula to build up. Cole was like, you need to be in better shape because we're in the West. And he was like, no, 
I'm finna make these sinners pay when they come down here. Right. And I'm gonna be bigger than everybody. Yeah. When you're a commentator, you sitting there, he's not running faster than all the candy, or he's not running faster than the next center. That ain't Shaq's power. Shaq's right. power is brute strength. Once he got to Lakers, he was on some Superman, oh, Iron man. man, putting everybody in the basket. And that was all predicated off of Phil, telling him to build himself up so that you're wow. stronger coming down the playoffs. So you learned something here. Wonder about him being out of shape or none of that. Yeah, there was a couple he, years he was out of he, shape. He looked out of shape. Kobe would get mad about it. He looked out of shape. He looked out of shape. He still averaged 25, 12 or oh, something man. else. Get the fuck out of he here. Was, it's not out of shape. They they had to, when you're out of shape, bro, you're not scoring 25 a night. Get your yeah. ass out of here. Who y'all talking to? <laughs> I know out of shape. Yeah. Out of shape is barely coming in this room with the steps. Whoo, God. Yeah, oh, was... Go ahead, give me a second. That's out of shape. <laughs> out of shape is not 25 and 12. So why yeah, do you think yeah. Kobe was always mad that he wasn't in better shape? Because Kobe is top of the level to the point where you don't you got to do it like how I'm doing it. Right. I'm in super shape. And this is what Michael Jordan brought to our generation. Before Michael Jordan, players would come in training camp out of shape, pulling shit, right. snapping shit, arm hurt, <laughs> just, just, just out of shape. Uh -huh. Michael Jordan come in here, weight, stretching. Man. Then they start implementing stretching, start implementing all these other things to better the body. And then right. now our generation came in shape. When you came in day one, you was already in shape. You was always in high rhythm. Yeah. And the coach, they have to stop. But when they have to do extra running. Right, right. But still, you had these old school. Uh, what about Rodman when you, oh, after man, the listen, game? Listen, uh, this is funny. I, I like to shout Rodman out. Shout to the worm. I started doing this after I saw this. We played, um, <laughs> we, we, we played um, Chicago in Minnesota. And um, he had just kicked the uh, the cameraman. Oh, yeah. Ten-game suspension. Him. Kicked him, right? Uh -huh. After the game, we go into a double overtime. We beat the Bulls. We we, we partying like it's 1999. We, right. You couldn't tell us nothing. I'm done to right. give myself space to just be like, holy shit, we just beat the Bulls. I need a second. So I come to the weight room. I am done. Whew, sitting there. I just played probably 54 minutes. I'm like, God damn. That was great. <laughs> Boom, the door busts in. <laughs> the little short, fat guy who you see in all the Bulls, the equipment guy. I'm going yeah. You know who I'm talking about. The yeah. little fat one who carries Jordan's right. balls like this and just walks around, right? <laughs> Worm comes in. Come back, boots up to his knees. Right. Takes his shirt off, throws it, jumps on the treadmill. The incline goes up. <laughs> I'm watching this motherfucker run on 23 miles an hour with combat boots on an incline level of 12. I'm like... I said, damn, do I say it? I got my fuck this. Word, what you doing, Word? Oh, young fella, what's up, young fella? Good game tonight, baby. Good game tonight. Keep working, young fella. You, you, you look at, he's running. That's crazy. He's running, talking to me like it was nothing. Right, that's I'm in crazy, awe. man. Not in awe, lot. I'm in awe. Yeah, I'm yeah, looking yeah. at him. I'm like, oh, okay, this is a that's secret. A, that's I'm a getting a one. secret here. He's doing this. He does this for three minutes. He gets off. God tells him he has 15 minutes to take a shower, blah, blah, blah. I said, what you doing? He says, man, I got this young kid, Jason Williams, up in Jersey tomorrow. He's talking about he going out and rebound me. Can't oh, I rebound the world? He starts talking in third that's person. So great. I said, well, but what is this? Oh, young fella, after uh, back to backs, you got to get a little, you got to get a little uh, a lift in. It'll help you on the back to backs and save you. Oh, thanks, Worm. I appreciate that, man. And I saw that for myself. I started doing it. I wouldn't go super hard, but I'd do a set and it'll help my second night. Because what you don't know is that when you play back to backs, you're in rhythm for the second night. And you have a better night. Uh -huh. Really? A lot of people, absolutely. Because you're in rhythm wow. from the front. Think about that. I played I played uh, t last night. I played tonight. And then I got another game. You should mm -hmm. be in rhythm. Mm -hmm. You shot last night. You played 25, 
30-something minutes, 40 minutes. You should be in rhythm, Your right? Your body doesn't stiffen up at all. No, because we're stretching so much. We're drinking hot. We're hydrating. You have on tights on the plane. It's so much other stuff uh -huh. running this through your body that you're taught you're a machine. I am right. a real machine. So what happens when you're on a team with somebody who you know is out till 7 in the morning every night and you need to win a title with that person? Uh, individually, you... Kenny you, Stabler. You, you keep everybody accountable. <laughs> and you say, hey, look, this is what we're doing as a group. No one's going out, staying out this late, and everybody's coming in. If you're the one that is, you know, obviously steps out of it, then we handle you accordingly to our team. And, they right. keep, and we keep that in, within the, the rims of the locker room. You would right. never hear about it. Right. And that's one thing we did in Boston. We policed ourselves. Yeah, yeah. We tell the owners and doctors, get out of here. We had our own. We had our. We would handle our own situations in there. Right. And that's why we was a. Close so when club. you saw the, the stuff of the Warriors last year, when it was clear Durant had one foot out the door, and then him and Draymond get into it, a game that I went to. Oh yeah. And they're just, you can feel they're splintering, and a lot of it has to do with the fact they don't think he's going to be there after this year. How only, do you handle that situation? Only that, but the buildup of that. That buildup, that was a buildup that popped at the end of the day. That was like shaking up this and then open it up and then going like this. Right. That was already coming to his head and it popped. That so it was going to pop either that game or another now game. Listen, the first happening. thing you have to do with each other, you have to be real with each other. We're going in the foxhole together. We're going out here battling every night. Mm -hmm. So, you know what, how much time we're around each other? I'm around I'm around the players on the team more than I'm around my own family. So, you know, you learn to learn each other. So, you know, if you're... A lot of conversations coming out of that, a lot of personal conversations coming out of that. So for, for, for that to be right there, that means he was giving that off. He was giving that off. And it never got tweaked and it never got nipped in the bud. No one ever spoke on that. And now shit, no, nah, man, shut that door. What was you saying? What uh -huh. you talking about? <laughs> Hold on, man. What? And then and it was whatever. Uh -huh. and, then, and you know what? We're not having fights in our locker room. We're not broke it up and I'm not hugged after yeah, it. We're not sure. kept it moving. Yeah. But you got to have a mature group that understands the vision and then leaders that's going to push everybody towards that. See, my fear is there's going to be no great basketball teams anymore, that these guys are going to be on the same team for two, three years. And then it's, yeah. And then you just went to your next thing. Like even the Celtics commemorated in this movie. That yeah. was the fifth year yes. you were there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And by that point, the first year you showed up, and I, I think a lot of the Celtic fans feel that we love the team. But everybody was new. It was like it was like a fantasy team that all of a sudden was wearing. It was Celtics fresh. Uniforms. Yeah, it was fresh, fresh air. Y'all yeah. was yeah. coming off the bags. Yeah. Right. On your head. We went to Rome. Right. Did nobody know? We went and curated ourselves. We made yeah. ourselves this thing, and then wow. Doc saw this product. Man, said, sure, watch it. I'm gonna drop this right. Watch this. Boom. Just how we, we got back to Boston and practice. And people start seeing us. We played. The, we played the Wizards the first night. I never forget this. My first uh -huh. shot hit so much backboard, and I was right. like, "Right, sure, man. It's yeah, terrifying." I was so like, come on, yeah. Yeah. But by year five, we was everybody, locked yeah, it's everybody's, there's relationships. And, yeah, yeah. you know, and I think part of basketball is the connections people have and the adversity you go through. And you're sure. in a situation where it's like you and Rondo play together five straight years. Mm -hmm. And right. at some point that becomes an advantage, especially yeah, in a absolutely. tight game on the road. I just wonder if that's going to go. Does it, do, now, when you, when you guys now. went to the Nets together, does it... Do you, can you become uh, a family like like? Can you believe in the Nets? Can you believe in what or, or like a new team like that? Well, was, one yeah. of the things we learned yeah. when we came to Brooklyn, mm -hmm. Paul and I, is that the curation that we started and that we, the 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 culture we started and, and we took from Doc and mm -hmm. we brought to Brooklyn, everybody didn't adopt that. Right. 
Yeah, uh, Darren Williams was another guy. Brooke Lopez was a different guy. They was yeah. these was all different was guys. They haven't yeah. been to the dance. They didn't really cherish it. They was younger. Right. They still had time to play. Yeah, that's, so that's it was what like, it's like, yeah. You know, this is our last what three, four years in here. So we trying to. And top of it, Jason Kidd. He understands. Jay mm. Kidd. Yeah. It was new to it. Him and Lawrence had a bumping, and it was. Gotcha. It was. It was hard to kind of understand the culture here. So we was trying to build a culture, and you can't build culture with one leg in here, one foot in it. Right. You know what I'm saying? You got to be two feet in. You got to be with it. And I can say that they didn't understand that. They didn't understand being, being all in. Joe Joe Johnson understood. A couple guys understood it, but not as a whole, no, they didn't understand You had it. that your last Saturday in the live season mm. where, where you had like a bunch of new people and it was just these different yeah, kind of right, camps and right. it just the cast never yeah. gelled, right? Right. You know, I got to be honest, I never 100% felt like we weren't gelling. I I I, I like that. I felt like a, a team too. But yeah, really? it's different. Different because uh, that was like the famous too, cast that there was like twenty of us. In the New York right. Magazine was writing it, wrote right, a hit piece about us. it. Yeah, yeah. That was unbelievable. But I, I'll tell you what, though, when we first got on the show when we were young, and Dennis Miller and mm. Dana and Phil Hartman and those guys were and uh, the entrenched stars. They right. were they were the ones. It, we, I loved being young. That was the culture. That, yeah. that was just was like learning, let's right? let them let's let them be. Of course, they're the best. Let's just sit back and. I was so happy then, being on uh, sitting the bench and just watching them. I there was no pressure. I love. I got that they were better mm. than us, and I just and it was a. And then all of a sudden, when we got older and we were the guys, that 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 is just a whole other Remember feeling. Yeah. It's a ten, it's, you're, you're you're tenser. You're more excited. Like things are going career wise better, but. It was a lot easier sitting back and watching the pros do it. And I always felt like SNL was like a basketball team because you, yeah. basically, the best possible cast is if you have nine. Mm, you right. want the older stars and the young guy. You want at least a couple of young guys coming up. So you're, young you're right, and then it's and, also and then you pass the torch. And the guy gets hot too. All, all of a sudden, mm. on the team, and all of a sudden, a guy who w- wasn't starting is, uh, is starting. All of a sudden, you're like, oh, what happened? Schneider, right. Schneider's starting now. Mm. Schneider had that copy machine character. You know, making copies. And, right. Uh, and he was just like, he went from being one of us to like, he's on a starting five now. It's like, right. let's write for Rob. Let's write. And we were all like, oh man, life just changed. Rob is wow. the man now. I remember that. That was cool. I remember, I told yeah. this story of the Safety Brothers. That's right there, bro. Holy snap. Yeah. When you did the Denise show, that was like when I was like, oh, yeah. he's going to be a star. Oh, really? Yeah. That's cool. You yeah. tapped into something with that, and I was like, oh, something's yeah. going on here. That I did a show about a, uh, calling an old uh, girlfriend, a show about my old girlfriend. And Who she broke, broke up, up with me. Mm. Right, and then the whole show was dedicated to her and me calling her and hanging up and stuff like that. It was. <laughs> and then you would have a guest on, and and they would make small talk, and then you'd go, so have you heard from Denise? Yeah, right, right, and then right. that was the right. whole sketch. That was this guy, Steve Korn, wrote that for me. Oh, wow. And uh, that, was, that was, that was, I knew something cool was happening with that, too, because Saturday Night Live, Lorne Michaels always used to say, try to do a skit where you're looking to camera. Right. And, and then America kind of looks at you a little like, oh, that's that guy. When you're oh, doing a skit in a costume and you're blah, 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 and you're being funny, they don't really know who you are as well as. That's why a lot of guys, he used to say, become famous off Weekend Update. You're just looking right down the pipe. Oh, you're talking to America. That's how Eddie Murphy started. started. Right. Oh, yeah. And like, the, even, this is even the week. Eddie's back. Eddie's yeah. back. I never thought it was going to happen. I, I got to yeah. check that. 
That's going to be big. Holy snap. I mean, the biggest moment last year was you came back. That yeah. felt good. I think this is a, a little cooler. But my, yeah, I, that was the best last year. I loved your, it. Your go boy Spade, go. I go thought he ruined go. it for life. He'd never come back after that. Uh, no, I'll tell you. Uh, mm. I, 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 the best was when I finished last year, uh, I did the hosted on uh, Sunday. Eddie, Eddie, I talked to Eddie on the phone and he talked to me immediately. Like, how was it? You know, he was. Oh, you could tell he wanted to do it. But yeah, he he was thinking about doing it. And he's like, what was the week like? What did it feel like? And I said, yeah, you're in and out of nervousness and blah, blah, blah. But once you're there and you're riding the the hour and a half of the show, it is it is the the feeling you want. Is Um, it like is it one of those things where it's like a bike? And you get back. You know, it, it can be, I guess. It's like, you know, you remember the first part. So coming through here and then now yeah. you come back and now it's all this time has passed. You're more polished. You have a lot more confidence. I, I, I didn't have confidence during the week. I felt like everyone else in the cast. It's like going back and seeing the new new guys play ball. You're just like, oh, they're doing something different now. You get a little intimidated. Oh, interesting. I was a little like, oh, man, these guys are a family. Did you feel like the speed was faster? Ooh. I felt like they were just more uh, used to just being – um together and and relaxed and they weren't looking at the cue card so much they were kind of like right to each Wait, other right, being right. funny and if they they were just looser and i was like i put some weird pressure on myself i'm sure so well you're of, doing the farley song too i mean right. there's so much emotional weight with i that. guess that that yeah mm. that was that was emotional for sure but just trying to be funny and being around guys who are being funny every week mm. i i guess i got nervous and then by thursday so it's like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. I started getting tight with the guys and and mm-hmm. the, and the men and women in their cast, and we started becoming Synergy. friendly, and that calmed me down. And then I was like, let's let's just enjoy this instead of being a crazy person and being putting pressure on myself. Mm-hmm. And then it was fun. Could KG have hosted? KG be great. As Hell host. no! I'm you don't want to do that. Too but you'd nervous. Be- um- not necessarily too nervous. nervous. What are you talking about? Nervous is not a good word. <laughs> Anxious. I'm mean, yeah. too much adrenaline. Like tonight, yo, we we did Kimmel Man, and yeah. I was I was in the back, and I was trying to talk to Ginger and right. like, kill yeah. the time, but I'm yeah, yeah screwed your head up. <sighs> like, you Nothing worse than the moments cool before back. going I tried, out. I tried right. To be all- Cool yeah. like a little, I, was like, I couldn't even do this. Like, I, I I still feel the same with that. When I have do stand up gigs mm. and uh, they're about to bring me on, I, there's not a time I go, oh, let's go. I'm always just like, why did I do this, man? Right. Why am I doing this right. right now? I'm so scared. Then stepping out and walking out, and you're like, just calm down, man. What what the hell are you doing to yourself? Well, we have to go because you're going to the Clipper game. Well, this is right. awesome. Though. This movie's really good. Thanks, you guys buddy. should be proud of it. it nice job. Thank, Thank you, man. Nice job, Kevin. Thank you. Now you have <laughs> a SAG card. <laughs> yeah, I guess I do. You gotta, huh? You're paying dues for the rest of your life now. So I got you. So I'll handle that yeah. for you. Let me this is a really good movie. I would highly recommend it. Congratulations. Thanks. Thank you, Thanks for being so nice about it, too.